you want to just jump into it today? Yeah. Happy Saturday. Oh, it's Sunday. <laughs> Perfect. Happy Sunday. <laughs> How's it going? Oh, pretty good. Yeah. Went to a concert last night that my previous bandmates were in and it was a really cool, uh, yeah, cool experience. Oh, that's fun. What kind of music? It's like pretty like chill. It's hard to describe chill electronic mixed with like live instruments and stuff. It's uh yeah, pretty eclectic sound. Really cool. Anyone listening, Bison Bison, check them out. It's pretty cool. I would highly recommend it. This was our first show that they've done in Toronto and like oh. as a band um, in the city. And so it was just like, yeah, they had a really good sound considering that, that they've only been doing this for a little bit. That's pretty cool. I feel like that's, yeah, often the type of music, similar types of music that you go to see. I have to be honest, when people will ask me what kind of music you play in a band, my answer is, mm, I want to say ambient, but I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how you would describe like the music that you played. Uh, yeah, I would usually say like ambient oh. or electronic. Yeah. So I think you got to give you credit there. Um, nice. But yeah, it, it definitely varies a lot too. So yeah. That's fair. What else have you been up to uh, since we talked last? Um, hmm, let's see. Well, we both uh, went to a meetup earlier this week. So that, oh, that yes, was pretty we did. cool. Yeah. The Notion meetup. So I guess, uh, yeah, this weekend, I, I mean, I say I had spare time, but really it was just borrowing time from other things I should have been doing um, <laughs> and started reorganizing my Notion entirely. And yeah, it was pretty fun. I'm kind of stoked on a little revamp there. For those people you, who don't know, what, what? why don't you explain what Notion is? Yeah, that's true. Uh, Notion is a godsend, basically. I think it's a gift from the clouds and it's been sent here to save us all. So, yeah. Perfect. Pretty much sums that up. Yeah. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> It's like a note taking app slash like, I guess like Evernote type of thing, but it also, you can link in databases and um, I don't know, you can make it into websites. You can do all sorts of stuff with it. You can do Kanban boards. Um, and so, yeah. And then you can just link all those things. I think the relationships that you can link all these like different pages and tables within the, within the app is pretty incredible. Um, and so I've been using it for just over a year now for kind of managing my day to day in work and life, uh, like personal stuff and for my to do lists and things like that. And it's been, I don't know, a big game changer. Um, I think especially because it's so flexible, like you can, nobody really has a setup that looks the same as someone else. It's every time you see someone, they've organized it. Uh, they've organized it differently and mine included kind of just like changes over time and the fact that it's so flexible that allows you because you know I never have a system that like stays working for a long time yeah and that's what's good about this is because like you can change the system without changing the program and exporting all your crap so yeah yeah I think that's a good point. Like, and, and because everything's so based off of databases, it's easy that like you can keep all the core information in the same place, but change how you view that on other pages or how it's pulled in or how you filter it. So it's almost like you have the power to change your system without having to yeah move all of that data. You can still base 
visually what you want off of the same database. So it's pretty cool. I mean, after I saw other people's setups, I definitely went home and started watching a bunch of YouTube videos, um, mostly by Marie, who was the, the organizer of the meetup. Um, I really want to figure out how to use it more in my day to day life. Um, I know that a lot of people kind of combo their work and personal notebooks, but for some reason I don't feel fully comfortable doing that. Um, yeah. So I'm going to try to figure that out. Yeah. I, I found it really interesting what, um, Murray was saying about how you can kind of like embed things from other spaces in um so if you're in multiple notion accounts like the whole permissions uh thing that lets you only uh see or it lets you bring in yeah like a database from your other space and maybe it's still in a private page in that new space but i didn't know that you could even access like and link that way so and that's yeah. been cool for like yeah our podcast we run our notion uh we use notion to run our podcast and so now instead of having my to-dos in two places, I can have them in a single place and like view them in both works workspaces. Yeah, that's a good point. I think that's probably the direction I'll go um, and maybe just pull them both ways or maybe just from work to personal. Um, I think for me, I'm also cognizant that like I'm starting a new job. So whereas I know that it would be super chill in my current situation, I like, yeah, I just want to keep them separate for now. That's really all. Yeah, for sure. That, that makes a lot of sense. Um, one thing that I've noticed about using this tool is like everything kind of starts off. I'm just like writing stuff into a page mm -hmm. and then it always turns into a database. Like it's just yes. like by the end, you know, I don't know why I even start off as a page. Like everything should just be a database. But the cool thing is it's so flexible. You can just like copy and paste a bunch of things over like, and you know, you're not tied to any, it's any model that you pick. So it, it's great for that. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm going to spend some more time watching YouTube videos and seeing other people's setups and digging into more templates this week because, well, I'm, ex I'm excited about the fact that I get to do a whole new work setup as well. Um, I have a system that works really well for me right now for work. Um, but I'm excited to kind of, yeah, rebuild that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you want to get into your updates for the week? Yeah. So, I mean, from my side of things, um, as you know, so I have one week left of, um, my current job. So basically, um, that's been just like a few weeks of, um, a lot of documentation writing and training and trying to leave everything in a really good spot with clients. So, um, this week was interesting. I mean, over the past two weeks saying goodbye to my team and also kind of, um, saying goodbye to my clients. I've actually built, you know, some really close and great relationships with my clients over the past few years. So, um, yeah, it feels kind of sad that I won't get to speak to some of them, you know, every week. There's a lot of them that I'm maybe less close with, but th there's a good chunk of them that I would, I would consider us like pretty good friends. I mean, obviously we're getting work done, but we have lots of great conversations. I know about their lives. They know about mine. Um, yeah. So I, I, I think I'll miss that a little bit. Um, I like building client relationships. And then, yeah, also I'm going to miss a lot of my team members for sure. Um, I like working with them. They're very like, um, eclectic and, and, uh, interesting and very intelligent. Of course, you know, the, I'll find the same things at kind of the new workplace, but, uh, yeah, it's always, it's always hard to say goodbye. And also because the nature of my work is remote, these aren't really people that I might, um, you know, 
be in a situation to say, let's grab a coffee or let's go to this meetup or whatever it is, because, you know, they live in Russia or the Philippines or whatever it is. Um, so I'm trying to just keep in contact through social media and uh, LinkedIn and email and things like that. But um, so that's kind of been that for just closing out work things. Nothing super exciting there. Um, and then really, um, so, I mean, my, my work stuff has been a little bit light because as you know, I'm also moving. So I've been starting the whole packing process as well. Um, right. so yeah, the week that I start a new job, I'm also going to be moving. Um, super excited about that. The move shouldn't be too bad because I don't actually own a lot of things, but, um, it's still I have to put them all in boxes. And, uh, I think the final thing for me, like in terms of what I've been working on is I'm trying to close out, uh, this client project right now, which I'm, yeah, I'm pretty excited about. I really kind of just want to get it out there and being used by people. We've talked about it a little bit before, before, I think last week we talked about it. Um, yeah, just basically it's, it's an automation between Salesforce and Jira. Mm -hmm. And so yesterday I spent, I don't know, five or six hours just trying to close that out and configure everything. But, um, yeah, I'm pretty proud of myself for like learning a bunch of things to get this, this up and running. Um, but I think I'm, I, I want to get it done so I can kind of take a break from doing side projects for a little bit and just focus on, um, new job things. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense to just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I always find it hard to be juggling. And if you're going into a new environment, then it's good to just have all your time for, um, dedicated to that. So, cause you're going to be soaking in so much new information and meeting all these new people. And yeah, I always find that can be like way uh, more exhausting than just like a regular week, of course, because you're you have just so much information overlord uh, overload. Uh, <laughs> the information overlords in. are here. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I'm trying to be mindful. I don't want to uh, burn myself out, um, which I am pretty guilty of at like many infrequent points in my life. Um, and there's certain things that I want to make sure are still a priority or like come back into the focus of priority. So I've been neglecting working out a little bit, um, but I have been keeping up with Spanish, but it will be a lot to do kind of all the things I want to do. Plus take on a new job, plus do side work. So I think, yeah, I need to exit out of some of that side work right now so that I can feel like while I'm on this like new learning curve, I'm also taking care of myself. That's really it. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds all good. Anything else there? That's uh... No, that was kind of like some speed updates for me. I mean, I think, th yeah, those are my core focuses right now. Um, I think you have some new work things coming up, though. What's going on there? Yeah, so let's see. I uh, just finalized this contract. I think I might have mentioned it last week. Um, that Yeah, yeah, but we're, I'm going to be working with a mutual friend of ours. Um, it was really like just la like down to the wire of like, I got the contract on Friday and I start on Monday. So it was wow. kind of, you know, that kept me up a bit at night, just like figuring out if I was going to have any work next week or not. I mean, I still would have been able to work on some other client work uh, that I have. Um, but yeah, it's a big shift. So now I have this three month contract that's set up. I feel like, you know, I was talking to you about, about this earlier this week, just like feel like, I need a better handle on like dealing with these contracts, like finding a someone to review them that can actually like make sure that I'm um, positioning myself well that for, you know, any edge cases and things, just making sure that I have my back covered. I kind of just, you know, review it myself and 
I feel like the person who writes or the company who ends up writing the contract, this is like from a larger company. So they drafted it like they mm-hmm. always kind of put it more in their favor than in the contractors. And so I would have liked to make some adjustments, I think, to make it a bit more equitable. But I also didn't want to be like a prickle in their side or whatever. Is that even a term? I don't know. What do you it call is a now, thorn in their it. side? A thorn in the side. Yeah. But I prefer prickle. A prickle. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I didn't want to be a prickle. And so do, do you I have any like, um, like friends who are lawyers or HR, like senior HR people or anything like that who, who could look at them in the future? You know what? I didn't really think of the HR angle. I know quite a few people and, that world in terms of lawyers like i know some people in um more like criminal law so i don't know how much they are on the employment <laughs> law side like i feel yeah. like it's like when someone comes up to me and asks if i'm a web designer and i'm yeah. a, i'm a developer and i'm like yeah you know so um that's my knowledge of like the law space is is i'm so like removed from it so yeah, I think it's definitely on my to-do list of like figure this out better for next time. And I'm just going to take this as a bit of a learning experience. Like, I don't think there's anything in there that's going to, you know, that's going to be terrible for me. Um, but just certain things that would have been good to... I think it's probably important to have someone review. Yeah, that, that I think the, a senior HR person could be the way to go. I, I, I know in my friend group, we have a very diverse range of backgrounds in terms of what people do. And so there's often... A, services trading you know people i say it like it's formal it's not formal but i know that some people at hr have reviewed other people's contracts and things before um because i think they're very hyper aware about you know which clauses come from an actual law which ones are in place to protect the company which ones you could probably negotiate on um yeah so that's a great point i think i'm gonna reach out to someone um it's a bit probably a bit late on this one but i'm gonna just i need to build out my kind of like CRM in terms of not so much sales, like I guess not customer relations, but just people relations. Because now uh, as I'm a freelancer, I also need to establish like other vendors that I am going to use because I'm not going to do everything myself. I'm not an expert in all things. So I think I'm going to try and source some people for that. So yeah, makes sense. I hope that you're documenting all of your learnings and things like that. I don't know how many people have put together like you know, getting started as a freelancer in Canada, Ontario, whatever it is, but I'm sure you're going to learn a lot of valuable things along the way that I actually think could be very valuable to other people in the same position as you. Um, once you kind of, you know, get through some of these initial humps and learn a lot of the details. You know, I kind of haven't like officially been documenting. I guess this podcast is probably like the closest. And then I also just take some notes, but I was speaking with someone who was just getting started in doing some client work. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's even surprising. Just I've only ever done like I've never been full time in this, um, but I have done it for a couple of years on the side. And just even that knowing how much inf- information I've learned from from doing it and from different podcasts and different blog posts and stuff that I've had to figure out along the way. I've noticed how much information I've accumulated. And so I feel like I was very helpful to this person. It actually lines up with one of my goals too, um, because I kind of have this um, thing where someone will ask me for help and and I love helping people. And yeah. like I will, I will always do it. Like someone 
uh, random stranger on Reddit will ask like, how do you get into web development? I'll send him like a three page like, you know, <laughs> thing. And I'm also just trying to be a little more mindful of like sharing it in a smart way. And so um, I'm trying to make it so that I learn in public and also kind of like will put resources together, like you're saying yeah. of like more um, a comprehensive guide or like a blog post or something about any of these topics. So yeah, part of what I was doing yesterday was actually like reorganizing my notion. And then I have set up kind of these goals and themes for the year. And one of them that I'm working on is kind of that is like putting um, how can I make sure that I can still help people as much as I, I like to, but in a way that's going to have like a network effect and mm -hmm. kind of be able to be shared forward and, and things like that. And I've already, um, <laughs> like I, I made a list of goals for January and did not meet them all, but I did pretty decent still. Um, and yeah, one of them was like write two blog posts for the month. I wrote one and you know, what? I already have, it was basically about becoming a web developer. Yeah. Uh, as like someone who's uh, maybe hasn't um, been in the tech space or whatever, it's just someone can quickly come in and like get up to speed with some beginner resources. Uh, we can link that in the show notes. Yeah, for sure. And I've already found it very helpful for several. I like I get asked this question all the time. And so I've already been able to point several people to that. Um and so I'm seeing like the value immediately. That's very cool. Yeah, that's, it's funny. That's exactly what I was going to suggest. Like anytime, obviously we want to help people out of the goodness of our hearts. But I think for you, it is about thinking, you know, how can I help you and allow that to like create content or resources in such a way that I can then leverage that and share it with other people. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with being a little bit self-interested and like it, and mindful and in, in how you're helping people. Um, not necessarily that you would reject someone if it's not going to, you know, help the world, but um, that there's definitely opportunities there. Yeah, I just find my time is thin, like, and I can't do everything, and so yeah, I'm trying to make sure that I can make uh, make it have the most impact where wherever I can. Um, so yeah, and even just that, yeah, I'm trying to rethink that whole um th like goal themes for the year and then funneling that down into kind of like monthly mm -hmm. um like checklist of things that I need to do or even daily reminders and stuff to keep me in these these habits um and keep me accountable to the to these goals um I find that I've often written like I'll write a note you know at the end of the year that's like things I want to accomplish in the next year or things that went well and yeah like what I want to do the next year and I'll write that note and then I maybe look at it again at the end of the next year and I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I forgot I was supposed to learn a whole new language or something. Yeah. And so I'm hoping that what I'm doing now by like um, putting these into, yeah, like using Notion of like, uh, and a lot of this was taken from inspiration from what we were seeing the other night at the Notion meetup yep. is like, I have kind of like the themes at the top of my daily journal i have it in my daily uh, a few places because you can embed in several places like my dashboard and yep. having kind of those themes and then i'm planning to break those down into smaller like bits of work almost like agile for your life and yeah uh, and pulling in like little sprints of like here's what we need to focus on in the next bit to make sure that yeah. we reach these goals and so i think that's been or it seems like it will be helpful and I need to just prove it out now. But the month of January, even though I didn't meet all my goals, went pretty well in that I looked at them every day and I was like, you know what? I'm 
almost there. Like, yeah, I came like just under on a few things, but if I didn't have them there, I probably would have just failed entirely. So yeah. yeah, I like that a lot. I mean, it reminds me of kind of in the past, I don't know, maybe like five or six months, how I've approached budgeting. Like I'm not always on the nose, but I check my, my mint every single day. Do you know what I mean? So it's just like, mm-hmm. I'm at least, I'm at least mindful and it's not a shock to me if I've gone over and like buying clothes or buying coffee. Like I already knew it was coming and I consciously made the decision to do that. Do you know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. It's, it's not like, as I think someone when who's, I was, yeah, uh, go ahead. As someone who's like, been at the end of the month and you've like been like i don't want to look at this credit card statement you know that feeling it's like yeah not the way to approach it it's just better to know up front like you're saying and be aware of it totally i think that getting getting into that habit has been helpful and and when when we were at the notion meetup and i think there was one um individual who yeah they were talking about how they set kind of okrs for themselves and broke that down into to smaller chunks i really like that and i want to do the same thing so i i've been working on my february goals it's february 2nd so i I need to finish them but i think it would uh, i was just thinking as you were saying that um as we're both kind of you know uh, let's say like leveling up our notions. It could be cool to just do, um, and you were talking about doing content. It could be cool to do a, like a notion walkthrough video um, with both of us. Uh, once we kind of get that set up going and, and publish that. Cause I think it, um, yeah, it would be fun and it creates some cool content. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's uh, a great idea and yeah, I would love to just kind of like share this out once I get it figured out. Cool. I'm also playing around with like kind of just a, a few things in notion that are kind of outside the box. Like I, from the meetup, I was just like, there are a few pain points that I want to see addressed. And I don't Mm -hmm. think notions like going to be the one to address them. And so I'm thinking like, so I've always like, I guess, you know, one of my goals for this year is to create a a business, but I also Mm -hmm. think there's value in not just going all in on like trying to build out a full SaaS yeah uh, right from the get-go kind of like stair-step approach of like do a little thing and then maybe do another little thing and then eventually you can do bigger um like harder business things um and so yeah i'm just looking at uh, one of my cri- criteria previously was like don't really try to stand on the shoulder of like giants and like don't like because you can really get um get in trouble like if you're re- relying on like google api for gmail api like they released yeah. a new regulation that you can't use it without getting audited and you have to pay like 20 grand and like yeah that can just kill your business like that for but sure. at the same time yeah i'm like well for something small as a fun project to just like see where i can go with it i might do a couple things in notion um that i think could could help like kind of the average user or power users in being able to like use this tool a bit differently. So yeah. I'm going to play with some ideas in that and yeah, we'll see how it goes. Cool. Very cool. Um, yeah, I think that'll be interesting. I mean, there's, yeah, there's lots of small things that I feel like could make notion better. So I'm, I'm curious to see, yeah, where your head's at and, and what you want to build um, in that space. Yeah. Like, I guess I'll just be like completely transparent about it. Um, I don't know that uh, people can, I'm always like hesitant about this, um, you know, sharing ideas, but then at the same time, like people just have to put the work in. So, yeah, you know, yeah. to, to copy it's the a race. But like one thing I noticed was we were at the meetup and uh, people were sharing their setups and they were, sh- they were on pages. Uh, sometimes they would either not want to share a setup or they 
would just show it really quickly or be like, don't take any pictures because my personal information's up here. Mm-hmm. And so something I want to try to do is like blur out notion text um, okay. so that it can, so that you can present your notion yeah. setups and oh, yeah. not actually see any of the text so that the information is not there. Like it will still exist there, but it will just be kind of blurred out for people who are presenting. It's kind of a specific edge case, but I think there's a few people that would benefit from it. And yeah, yeah, not even so much as a business idea, just like that could be a small thing in the toolbox of different, um, different tools for it. So yeah, yeah, I think it's a cool idea and like it's, it's, it's fun just to have something to mess around with too, you know? Um, so Mm -hmm. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And so I'm trying to think of just like some other small things that could combine into maybe something that would be like a powerful little toolkit. So very cool. The other, the other thing that I'll, I'll say, um, my last thing on notion that I kind of want to build in notion. So you and I receive daily Spanish lessons from our Spanish teacher. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know you've been, and they're kind of little text and audio snippets. And I know you've been taking them and, and, and sewing all the audio snippets together into like a podcast format but I kind of started messing around with putting it all into a database. Cause I thought like, imagine you have a master database of all of the different snippets and they're kind of like organized by lesson, but also tagged based on what you're working on. And then you can have all of your lessons as like different pages and pull into the, the databases. And I was looking at how some people actually do kind of like flashcards using notion and things like that. So mm. I'm just kind of messing around a little bit just to see um, what I can do because sometimes I think like, yeah, it's, it's, coming up with an idea or having the content enough content to like build something. And I think this could be like a cool use case. I could totally see how that would work and that. Um, and it kind of goes, I was talking with our teacher just yesterday about where I was like, yeah, you're maybe your first step is like just what I did, which is like stitching all this audio together. But then the next mm-hmm. step could be more, um, it kind of goes back to like the smaller chunks and then you kind of use like space repetition uh, technique where you can cut out the things that you know. And so like in your, your case, you can have like, you know, a couple audio files, like the answer, like the question and answer type call response uh, within one table. And like, and then you can just be like, Oh, I know this, or it's like yellow or green for like, I know this really well. And then you just like can shuffle them up and stuff. That's super cool. Yeah. So and unfortunately embedding audio is like not, it, it doesn't function in exactly the way that I would want it to, but that's fine. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was, I was researching and I came across some posts of posts of people who did make flashcards in notion that like operate off of spaced repetition. Um, so it's definitely possible. Um, yeah, but that's, that's just kind of that. I'm curious to mess around with that. Yeah. It's fun to see. I don't know. I didn't realize there was like this whole world of like notion consultants and notion yeah. kind of like, yeah, experts and, you know, it's it's kind of like one of these no-code tools now that people are using. Maybe it's not quite um, in the same space because you're not so much making um, websites. And some of these no-code tools are like you can make full-on APIs and things. But I, I would argue that you could do, you could probably run some businesses w- from Notion pretty well. <laughs> like, Oh, I think so. I also think it's a really good um, uh, platform to run courses from. Like... Yeah. Um, yeah, because because it's like an easy place to put all your content. You don't have to pay for a learning management system. You can manipulate it in any which way that you want. And there's a lot of people that are, you know, wanting to do courses and provide content, but they're not developers or they don't want to like pay for an LMS and I don't know, I think it's a really good option. This episode brought to you by Notion. Yeah, I know <laughs> seriously. Like, it's oh not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
no we just we love it so <laughs> yeah any other um, uh big things you wanted to go over you know there's like other stuff bubbling up right now um i guess the one exciting thing is i i'm like the one last exciting thing is now that i've secured this contract i um made sure to pencil in some dates there um of a few days off so that i can attend microconf and so that's wow. kind of like something that i'm planning to book and i'm pretty excited to do that for the first time um and so i'm gonna try and like figure that out over the next uh, little bit and uh yeah i'm like pretty stoked to just um it kind of goes to one of my goals of just making like more relationships and networking within the community that i want to be part of so um yeah so yeah I think that'll be super cool. I think you're going to meet a lot of really great people. And I feel, I feel just based on what I've heard about it, that it will be like very inspiring for you as well. Um, so yeah, that's super exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about that. We'll look but forward yeah, to podcast updates. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I guess if that's it, then we'll, uh, we'll say goodbye for now. Where can people uh, find everything about the show? Yeah. So uh, you can find us on workpalspodcast.com um, or hit us up on Twitter at workpals. All right. Bye. All right. Bye.